Welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. I know there are a lot of English learning podcasts out there, and it means so much that you chose to listen to this one. If I could ask a favor from you, please leave a rating and a review. It really helps other people find the channel. Once again, thank you so much and enjoy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, here goes nothing. Hope everyone is doing well today. I see Cecilia here. Sita is here. Luke is here. What is going on? It is a rare midweek live stream. I have a feeling most people will watch this on replay. But if you are live here, I would love for you to participate in our quiz, <clears throat> excuse me, and the quiz is going to determine if we are donuts or if we are bagels. And when I first read about this quiz, I thought, how can I be a bagel? How can I be a donut? Well, guess what? It will make sense, I think, as we go through this. Radu, how are you? Welcome. And Cecilia's here, of course. And Sita and Luke. Let's do this. This comes from BuzzFeed. And if you're not familiar with this website, BuzzFeed has a lot of fun quizzes. And of course, we are going to learn some English along the way. I hope to introduce you to some new vocabulary you've never heard before. And then you can use it in your next conversation. It'll be amazing. Regis, what's going on? How are you? Danny, I know it is really late in Asia, and then it's pretty late in um, Europe. This morning, I drove into work, and I was listening to France 24. When I was driving in, they said it was one o'clock in France, and I drive in about seven o'clock one o'clock in the evening, uh, in the afternoon. All right, let's do this. You can see right there in this world, you are either a donut or a bagel. Pick a few of your favorite things to reveal your match. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have been teaching all day, so my voice might not be the best. Reveal. That might be a new term for you. Reveal if something is hidden or it's unknown, but then it becomes known, that's reveal. So maybe, do you know what a blind date is? A blind date in English is when you go on a date with someone, but you don't know what they look like. So let's say you talk to them over the phone 
or you text them, let's meet at the restaurant at six o'clock, but you don't know what they look like when you go to the restaurant, what they look like, it will be revealed, revealed. Blind dates are dangerous. <clears throat> you never know like who's going to be that person across the table from you. Some people do go on blind dates though. Have you, please let me know in the chat. Have you ever been on a blind date? I have never been on a blind date. Harry's here from China, right? Wow, 2 a.m. Well, welcome, welcome. Hello. What is that? Reveal. Look at this. Thanks, Radu. Some synonyms right there. Uncover, unearth, disclose. We usually use unearth when something is dug up. That's a phrasal verb there for you. But if it's underground and it has been buried for a long time, it would be unearthed. That's the past tense of unearthed. Unearthed. So I need your help. In the comment section, please answer these questions and we will just go with whichever answer gets the most votes. Okay. This is how it works. The first question is going to be us picking a color. I think most of these colors will be known to you, except maybe one. So this is going to determine if we are a bagel or a donut. Do you like pink? Do you like green? Do you like yellow? Or do you like navy blue? Navy blue might be new. So please leave in the comments which color we should pick. And while you're doing that, in case you don't know what navy blue is, take a look. Navy blue is a darker blue in between black and blue. So it's a darker blue, a navy blue, and you can see exactly what it looks like right there. So what should we pick? Should we pick pink, green, yellow, navy blue? To be honest, my favorite color is there, but I don't want... I don't want to influence anybody. All right, we've got green. We have navy blue. What does the what does the A on my cap stand for? Radu would like to know. It stands for Alabama. The University of Alabama is where I graduated college. Oh gosh, there's green, there's yellow, green, navy blue, yellow. Oh my goodness, I don't think we have a clear winner. I didn't think it would be so diverse. So many different France. Now the blue on the French flag, that's too light, right? That is not navy blue. That's probably just regular blue. Oh man, navy blue. Which I'm gonna go with, let's go. I saw Radu, navy blue. Looks like it might have won. I'm sorry if I make anybody mad. Let's go with navy blue. Luke also says navy blue. There were quite a few navy blues there. All right, I think navy blue is the winner. Let's pick that. Now, the next one we have to choose is the weather 
we like. Now notice it says fave weather. I mean, a real native English speaker wrote this quiz, I believe, and I am not sharing the screen. Fave weather, fave weather. If you've never heard that before, it's just fave, short for favorite, short for favorite. So let's go down, see our choices for favorite weather. We have sunny weather. We have cloudy weather. We have stormy weather. And we have snowy weather. <clears throat> now, I know Luke from Poland well enough to know he's not picking snowy. And if you have been watching this YouTube channel for any length of time, you know I'm not picking snowy. But it's not about me. It's about you. Would you pick sunny, cloudy, stormy, or snowy? The votes are coming in. We have sunny. 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 Lots of sunny. Okay. Lots of, oh, Mr. Coyote. Cloudy. Well, you're not going to get a sunburn if it's cloudy, a sunburn, do you know that word in English? They hurt. It's literally when the sun burns your skin. That's what we call it in English, a sunburn. To prevent a sunburn, you should put on some sunscreen. Maybe I will do a lesson on the beach. Like this is, this, most people are saying sun, sunny. Of course, right? We got to pick sunny. De Whoa. Martina says definitely snowy. All right. Yeah, I agree, Radu. It gets a little too cloudy. Depression might set in. Do you know that phrasal verb? Depression might set in. Churros. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, welcome from Spain. I like, I like some churros. I like me some churros. You could say it like that. I like me some churros. There is a Mexican restaurant down the street. I think I visited the Mexican restaurant when I spent 24 hours at McDonald's, one of the teacher challenges. I got tacos in the middle of the day. I did not get um, churros, though. <clears throat> Sunkissed. If you ever hear that expression, that's just on the edge of getting a sunburn, it probably doesn't hurt too much. But we often say if people have been in the sun all day, they've been kissed by the sun, they're sun kissed. So not as bad as a sunburn. All right. <clears throat> it seems like, uh-oh, the fair skin. Yes. So probably some blonde hair and some very light skin. Fair skin and hair. Yeah, got to be careful with the sunburn. Come on, who doesn't love churros? I ate at an Argentinian restaurant last summer, and we had some Argentinian empanadas. Those are good. I think sunny. I think sunny takes the cake. It's another way to say sunny has won. Another vote for sunny. All right, let's go with this ice cream here. 
we need to pick an ice cream. And we got something called ice cream. Look at this picture here. Do you know what those things are called on top of the ice cream? And we have them probably sticking to the bowl. We have two words for those things in English, and it depends on where you live. If you live in the northern part of the United States, you might hear it called one thing. And if you live everywhere else, the west, the south, you might hear it called something else. What is a bagel? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that's a good question. I just look at the blissful mommy. She knows. Sprinkles. We call those sprinkles. So when you come to the United States, call those sprinkles. Look at that. Lots of people know sprinkles. Um, where I live in New England, in the northeastern part of the United States, you might hear them called jimmies, but that's more rare. You will hear sprinkles pretty much everywhere. If you say sprinkles in New England, they'll know what you mean. All right, what's a bagel? Let's answer that question <clears throat> before we get our, um, oh, there's not a picture here. Well, if you look at the thumbnail for this lesson, there is a picture of a bagel. I can actually pull up a picture here too. Come on. You wouldn't put sprinkles on a bagel, but that's what a bagel looks like. They are very popular in New York City. Very famous in New York City. Some people say they make the best bagels in New York City because of the water that you get. The same goes for pizza. So if we're talking about bagels or donuts, you would think the donut is probably more fun. You can put sprinkles on a donut. I've seen it happen. All right, so let's um, bring up our quiz there. Hope that helps. We got our quiz and we got to pick an ice cream. So we could go with just simple ice cream. Got some sprinkles on it. We call that thing a popsicle in English. We call that thing a milkshake. So it's you a milkshake is usually made with really thick cream and milk. You can get chocolate milkshakes. You can get strawberry milkshakes. You can get vanilla milkshakes. Or we have right down there an ice cream sundae. So an ice cream sundae is definitely ice cream, but you can put pretty much anything on top of an ice cream sundae. And notice the way sundae is spelt. It is spelled exactly the same way as the day of the week. Sunday, did I say spelled? Pronounced, I meant. <clears throat> Sunday is pronounced the same way as Sunday, the day of the week. Just Sunday is a little bit fancier. You might stick a cherry on top. 
Sprinkles. Okay, so we have to pick. Are we going to go milkshake? Are we going to go popsicle? Are we going to go ice cream? Or are we going to go ice cream sundae? Let's take a look here. Hmm. Wait, what? There is a town in Texas called Monday. I had no idea. Monday. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, James from Taiwan. So what are we going to go? We got Sunday. Freddie Wolf says Sunday. Just a plain ice cream. Vanilla. Vanilla. Milkshake. This is another one. Can we pick? Of course. Chalk. That's my choice right there. Chocolate ice cream. That's what I go with. Ice cream. Hey, I'm happy to do it. I think you're from Brazil. I've seen that. That uh, the J-A-J-A ice cream. Hey, my name is Brent, though. Bob the Canadian. I know it might sound. My name is Brent, but uh, this is just an excuse to um, plug Bob the Canadian's channel. Do you know Bob the Canadian? He's a good guy. Check him out. I'm sure most people do. Bob the Canadian. It looks like ice cream. Oh, we do have one vote for Popsicle, though. It looks like the regular ice cream. Okay? So let's pick ice cream. We're going to start seeing if we are a bagel or a donut. The way I think of it, if we are a little more fun, a little more outgoing, we're going to be donuts. If we're a little bit more like we want to stay home, we don't like to go to parties as often, we might be a bagel. Let's see. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to be here. So I'm going to go with ice cream. It looks like most people said ice cream. Martina says milkshake. Let's go with ice cream. See what happens. Ice cream. The next one. Where would you most like to travel? You can pick any place in the world. Well, these four places, I should say. You can pick any of these four places. Where are we going? Are we going to the Maldives? Are we going to London? Are we going to Sydney? Or are we going to Mexico? We've already mentioned how much we love Mexican food. Just in case you don't know, the Maldives in English it's what we call a group of islands near Sri Lanka and India. But if, if you don't know where they are, I mean, it looks like a tropical beach. Tropical beach. Most people know London, right? It probably sounds almost the same, whatever language you speak. London. Sydney is in Australia. And of course, we have Mexico. Here's the strange thing about English and countries while you are making your choice here. In Germany, in English, you probably know that country, Germany, like Berlin, Hamburg. But I think in most languages, it's probably something like Deutschland, right? Why did English change it to Germany? 
there's another country right in the middle of Africa. In English, the name of the country is Central African Republic. I mean, it's exactly what it is. It's in the center of Africa, Central African Republic. But in the native language of Central African Republic, it means more like the heart of Africa. I don't know why we changed it. And there's another country in Africa. In English, we call it Côte d'Ivoire, which is French. That's the English name for that country, Côte d'Ivoire. It used to be the Ivory Coast when I was in high school, but it has since changed to Côte d'Ivoire in English. Why do we have to be so weird in English, right? Okay, where are we going here? Oh, I see. Maldives. Maldives. Mexico. Mexico. Maldives. Mex. It seems like it's at least going to be a tie between Mexico and the Maldives. Maldives. I've, yeah, I've never been to those places either, Harry. I've never been to Mexico, and it's the country right below me where I live in the United States, but it's a few thousand miles away. I haven't been to London. I would go Maldives too, though. I think we should go Maldives. Without hesitation, Freddie Wolf says Maldives. Hey, Amina, what's going on? Hope everything is well in Canada. Maldives. Yeah. I hear Maldives said the Maldives. Just, you know, another strange thing in English. I don't know how it is in your language, but there is a city in the Netherlands called The Hague. The Hague. Not many cities have the in front of it. Not many countries have the in Oh, the United States of America, the United States of America. Now, Freddie Wolf speaks English, uh, speaks French. His native language is French. Please don't tell me in French, it's the Ivory Coast. Come on, that would just be strange. Why does English call it Côte d'Ivoire? I think Maldives won. Whoa, there is a vote for London though. And one for Sydney. Aroni. What's going on? Let's go Maldives. If you are just joining us, we are in the middle of taking a quiz to find out if we are a bagel or if we are a donut. And from what I can tell, donuts have a little bit more fun. They like to be out of the house a little more. They like to go to parties. A bagel might want to stay home a little more. They might feel a little shy if they go to a party. And we're trying to figure out, are we bagels or are we donuts? The next thing we have to do is pick a house. Okay. We can pick a house. And this hopefully will help you a little bit with your English. Now, do we want a modern home? Or do we want a castle? Or do we want a tiny beach house? Or do we want a cabin? A cabin is a house. Let's bring this up a little closer. This is a house 
usually made from wood. That is usually what a cabin is. It's more not in the city, but more in the country. And when I mean country, I mean rural, rural. I have a video coming out probably Saturday on the most difficult words to pronounce in English. And guess what one of them is? Rural. Yeah, that just means not in the city. Do we go modern home? Do we go castle? Do we go tiny beach house? Or do we go cabin? Hmm. What do you think? I'll bring that picture up a little bit more. There you go. Do we want the modern home? Do we want the castle? Do we want the tiny beach house? Or do we want the cabin? Well, I see cabin. I see modern home. This might modern home. Cabin. Modern home. This is going to be a tiebreaker, right? Why not, a, why not a castle like Disney World? Freddie Wolf says, I don't know. Why not? Log cabin. It's another way to say it. We have a famous president in the United States named Abe Lincoln. And it's been said he grew up in a log cabin. I don't know. I think we might. Yeah, I think we might have to go cabin here. The last three, Brian says cabin. Regis says cabin. Midas says cabin. What do you think? Cabin? I think it's cabin. It was a close one, but I think it is cabin. Oh, dear. This next one. Which of these is the best school subject? Which of these is the best school subject? We have to pick. What did you have more fun doing at school? Was it lunch? Was it math? And you can see math involves a lot of numbers. In the United States, we say math. If you go to the UK, you will probably hear it called maths with an S maths not that easy to say just just speak american english all you have to say is math well that doesn't surprise me that luke from poland says math because he works with money he's an economist someone who works with money can be a banker but he is an economist lunch i eat lunch being wait what radu Skipping school? That's what we call it in English when you don't go to school, not because you're sick, just because you don't want to go. That's skipping school. Radu, were you a school skipper? Were you a school skipper? Let's see here. Lunch, math, art, or science. I don't see many. For, well, I, I almost said I don't see many for science, but there is a vote for science. Maida. Hey, Patricio. Oh, you're most welcome. Art and science. I, I can only pick one. I can only pick one, Freddie. Lunch. Man, another one. Art and science. Lunch. Because there are no languages. How's my internet? I am getting a 
message that my internet is not good. Art, lunch, math. This is a tough one. I do not see. Ibrahim, how are you? Science, science. Okay, Freddie's going with art. I don't know, is it? Maths. Hmm. I am not, I'm not seeing consensus. Is that a new word for you? If most people agree, not everybody has to agree, but if most people agree on something, we can say we have come to a consensus. I don't think we have come to a consensus on this. I think maybe a little bit more science than the other ones. So I have to go with science, okay? I probably would have picked lunch. Like Danny said, there's no languages there. English is not one of them. So what do you say? Let's go science, I think. Yeah, I think science, okay? I hope I don't make anybody mad. I saw more sciences, more sciences. And finally, which pet do you want most? Uh-oh. In the United States, we often have a debate. Are you a dog person or are you a cat person? And we have both choices here. Dog. I'm sure most people know dog in English, right? That's one of the first words you learn. Fish. Probably know that one. Cat. And uh, lizard. That's the one you might not know. But lizard, is anybody picking a lizard for a pet? That's what a lizard is in English. So what are we picking? Dog, lizard, or cat? Dog, lizard, or cat? Whoa. I see a lot of dogs. Uh-oh. Harry says cat. Damn. Ibrahim, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. A rare midweek live lesson. Glad you could join. Dog, dog. In Florida, is it, it's common to have alligators as pets? No, I don't think so. There's a smiley face there, but no, it's illegal. It's illegal to keep a, an alligator as a pet. You can have a special like permit, we call it, a permit. I know a verb is to permit. There's a different there's a different way to say it. So a permit is a little piece of paper and the government says, "Hey, you can have this alligator. You can get a permit that permits you to keep an alligator." But for most people, it's illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. Looks like looks like dog and I would almost say, <clears throat> excuse me, I would almost say overwhelmingly dog. That is the winner. But we do, we just, this cat person, maybe, maybe. Mr. Coyote, lizard. But yeah, I think dog, right? Come on. Oh, another one for cat. But I think, oh, Freddie, Freddie says cat. I think most people, um, math, math, math. Because so you know probably maybe you don't. I teach school, I teach English at a school, and you would be amazed at how many people hate math. 
hate math, hate math. I do see more dogs than anything else. So I'm going to go with dog. And that is going to reveal if we are a cat person or if we are a dog person. Yeah, snakes. There are some Americans who like to have snakes. Some you can have without a permit, but if they are exotic, if they come from a different country, if they are exotic, you probably have to have a permit. Yeah, you could be eaten by an alligator. Yeah. Uh, my in-laws, my in-laws are my wife's parents. So my in-laws used to live in Louisiana and we went to a park. They had alligators there. It was pretty scary. Yep. Yes, it's exactly the same. The verb to permit is the same as allow. All right, I say we go dog here, and this is probably going to reveal we're donut. We are a donut. So let's look and see what that means, that we are a donut. And I think when we talk about this, there will be some new vocabulary words here for you. But the donut probably has a little more fun. So you're sweet. Well, that makes sense. Donuts are made with a lot of sugar. Bubbly. Bubbly. Have you ever heard that word before? Bubbly? Like, think of bubbles and soda or Coke. You know how they're always, like, dancing around? If somebody is bubbly, they have a lot of energy. And if you want to describe someone who has a lot of energy... We could say that they are energetic, energetic. So let's take a look. That's the next word. You are sweet, bubbly, energetic, and kind to everyone around. Well, that's good. You'll never turn down the opportunity to have a good time. You love to have fun, wear bright clothes, and smile. You're an extroverted and optimistic person. Oh, dear. Extroverted and optimistic. I think those might be new words. So let's talk about them. Do you think that describes you? Are you bubbly? Do you have a lot of energy? Do you wear bright clothing? Let's take a look at some of these um, definitions that might be tough. So if somebody is optimistic... That describes people who think the future is good. They are usually positive people. If somebody is optimistic, they think the future is good. They're usually in a good mood. We also say they see the glass as half full. You probably have something like that in your language. If you think of a glass, well, I've got a bottle here, and it's not half. Let's pretend. Let me pull this up here. If somebody is optimistic and we have a bottle, and let's say it's it's right there. It's half full. You, I mean, it's halfway in between. You could say it's half full. That would be an optimist. Like, oh, that's a good thing. But we're going to talk about someone who is pessimistic. 
they would say, oh, that bottle's not half full. It's half empty. And see, empty isn't as positive as full. So if people are optimistic, we say they see the glass half full. The other side is pessimistic, is pessimistic, pessimistic. It's the opposite. So when they look at the future, they see only bad things. They're usually in a bad mood. They see the glass as half empty and not half full. If we did get, let me look at the comments here for a second, just in case somebody, a pessimistic person is well-informed, thinks, well, I don't know, I don't know. But uh, it depends. <laughs> it depends on where you live, maybe. I know in parts of Europe, it is hard to be optimistic right now. That is for sure. But let's take a, one more look at the donut. So it says, you're sweet, bubbly, energetic, and kind to everyone around. You'll never turn down the opportunity to have a good time. You love to have fun, wear bright clothes, and smile. You're an extroverted and optimistic person. I think we might have to talk about extrovert. Extrovert. So if you are an extrovert, those are people who love being at parties. They love meeting new people. That's extrovert. Think of like outside, extra, like exit outside. They love meeting new people. They love going to parties. The opposite is an introvert. Someone who looks inside themselves, intro, intro, inside. And these people feel more comfortable being alone or in quiet places. Lots of information there. If I am going too fast for you, feel free to watch the replay, pause, take some notes. Now, we did not get the bagel. But let's see what would happen if we got the bagel. So if we had the bagel, it would be the opposite of a donut. You would see that we would be more introverted. You're chill, laid back. Okay, that's good. And you enjoy the simple things in life. You know, you don't need lots of money. You don't need fancy, rich cars. You love a good Netflix and chill and are usually super introverted. So Friday night comes around, you want to stay at home, watch Netflix, maybe with just one person, maybe not a whole bunch of people. However, that doesn't mean you like, you don't like letting loose, having fun. People know they can always rely on you in their times of need. So if you can rely on someone in a time of need, that means if somebody is having a bad day, you can cheer them up. If, I know, <laughs> I don't want to get too, uh, too political, but I'm just thinking about what's going on in Europe right now. But if you can rely on someone, it means they will help you out when you need it. So that last sentence, people know they can rely on you in their times of need. 
Let me say that quite a bit. In their time of need. All right. I was watching, I said, uh, French, uh, France 24 this morning, and they are talking about the, the upcoming election. Macron, right? Right. Oh, you're not, you're not gregarious. If somebody is gregarious, they are an extrovert. They love being out. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I think, hmm, language learners can sometimes be introverts. Because to learn a language at the beginning, you have to spend a lot of time by yourself studying. So, interesting. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, hopefully, some people will watch this again and practice shadowing. Let me, I don't know if I read the bagel one the best I could. So, let me read it one more time just in case somebody wants to practice shadowing bagel. Here we go. You're chill and laid back and you enjoy the simple things in life. You love a good Netflix and chill and are usually super introverted. However, that doesn't mean you don't like letting loose and having fun. People know they can always rely on you in their times of need. Hopefully that will work. Maybe you can replay that and practice shadowing. Thank you so much for joining me. I know there are a lot of English teachers on YouTube and you chose to spend some time with me. We've been here almost 40 minutes. All right. Thank you so much. I will try to do another live chat really soon. It won't be this Saturday. I will be out of town but there should be an English lesson for you on Saturday if you want to watch it. So thank you so much, Luke. I know it's late over there in Poland. Cecilia, I think we're on the time same time zone, so not too late. I hope you have a good rest of the night. Whoa, bagel all the way. Netflix and chill. Yeah, I know Aroni knows that means something else. So Freddie, thank you so much. Harry, thank you so much. Regis. Thank you so much, Fayez. I'll see you all a little later. Have a great night, great morning. Whenever you're watching this, have a great time. Adios, amigos. See you.